It's an undeniable fact that Charlie Puth is a certified hit maker. Whether it's lending his talents to the record-shattering song See You Again with Wiz Khalifa. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I see you again. We've come a long way, yeah, a long way. from where we began. You know we started. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I'll tell you. When I see you again. Or his smash hit, We Don't Talk Anymore, featuring Selena Gomez. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. Charlie, whose last studio album was 2018's Voice Notes, has spent the past couple years teasing a new album to fans on TikTok. Hello, my album Charlie that I've been making on TikTok for over a year is out October 7th, and here's the track listing. Track one. That's hilarious. Track two. Track three. Track four. Track six. Track seven. Track eight, you haven't heard before. Track nine. Track ten, almost there. Track eleven. And track 12 you haven't heard yet. Dropping snippets of his upcoming songs has created a fever pitch in fans clamoring for new music. Sending recently released singles like Left and Right straight up the Billboard charts. is finally over with the highly anticipated release of Charlie, where the Pitch Perfect musician is hoping to show fans that you can take old music influences that you might not think would pair together, mix it, and create something entirely new. This is the Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Charlie Puth. Here's Eric Zachary. Charlie. Yes, well, I'm, I'm addressing the album, not not you. So that's going to be an awkward thing. But yeah, oh, that, that's okay. <laughs> sorry. There's, there's I, a lot of Charlies. in. Yeah, the dog, the dad, the album. No, it's just Charlie Puth, man. How are you? I'm good. Feeling very good that people finally get to um, hear this. I got an early listen and I hope this comes across as genuine as I mean it. It's extremely good. Extremely, wow. extremely good. I'm not trying to like be that interview that's like, oh my God, I'm talking to you. Like, I want to make it sound like as amazing as possible. I'm genuinely really impressed. And I like a lot of your stuff, but I mean, all nine tracks that I hadn't heard prior to that listen blew me away. Truly. You're making my day right now. That's so nice of you. Thank you. I, that's wow. I don't even know what to say. Thanks. I'm Charlie, be quiet though. Like that's the one that stood out the most. Charlie, be quiet. Don't make a sound. You got to lower the noise a little bit now. If she knows you're in love, she's going to run, run away. And 
Don't let her know that you're in love or she'll run away. As, a, as an early 30-year-old trying to navigate dating, I'm like, oh my God, I've been in that situation so many times. I know because it's like you, you have to like play it cool, but not yeah. at the same time. You have to show that you're interested, but like not too interested. It's like such a slippery slope. It's a music slippery slope. You may entertain me for a second. My one um, review title or, or headline would be uh, Charlie draws from the last four decades what each decade of music got right and modernized it in a, uh, a very melodically pleasing way. Let's dive into it a little bit, right? So you have um, the intro. I immediately get like Van Halen jump vibes a little bit. Are, no one told you, me to say you, any of this, by the way. Hopefully, like, I'm are you a, this. But are you a musician yourself? Like, I, you, I've been involved in music and music production for a very long time. Okay, so this is, okay, this makes sense because you're blowing me away with these. <laughs> Continue, sorry. I just needed to, I just needed to know that. Uh, and this was going to be this one's going to be an eccentric guess here uh, and probably nowhere near accurate. But, you know, and, and Charlie, be quiet and, and some of the other tracks like, you know, um, Marks on My Neck. Yeah. A lot of the staccato hits, the, the very um, prompts. Uh, like that kind of vibes reminds me a lot of like NSYNC, no strings attached, like 2000s. Uh, man, it's, 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 I wish I could do even 10% of what you do because it's what I would create. Wow. 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 Yes. This is I just, so just to let you know, when I hop on and do these promo runs, it's usually me on the other end trying so hard in a, easy way to get the point across that yes this album i took all of the music that i grew up listening to like no strings attached like van halen the person on the other end usually gets confused because those two have nothing to do with each other but i'm just <laughs> trying to you understand that i'm yeah. trying to drive the point that all music is equal everything is recycled from and borrowed from each other i tried to do that on sounds like i accomplished it because mm -hmm you are you, you got it right away oh yeah and i'm trying to prove the point that music can be mushed together and something brand new can come about from it yeah the first time for everything record sure something personal that went on in my life lyrically sure but musically fast as hell Take it, uh, sure, aha, 80s, yeah, everybody does that. But <laughs> Van Halen, Jump, same synth. That's, I mean, it sounds like you should just do this promo run with me because you're able to eloquently explain these things better than I. It's a very good album. That makes me so happy. Thank you. I pre I hope that people can take it in like you're taking it in. It makes I, I think they will. And if they don't, then they're wrong. If you're one of Charlie's nearly 20 million followers on TikTok, then you already are fully aware of Charlie's gift of turning an everyday sound into a hit song. Like the flip of a light switch. There's something missing. There should be like a weird sound effect. Just a random noise or something like that. Here, let me turn this light on. Oh my God. A talent he's explored even in the early days of his career. Let's go back to where we talked very briefly five, six, seven years ago. No way you can remember this. It was like a two minute red carpet thing, right? 
I remember saying to myself, a very young version of myself, like, I don't want to ask him what everyone else is asking him. I, and this is kind of before, way before the TikTok thing, before a lot, a lot of maybe non-Puth fans knew that you could hear sounds the way that you do. Mm-hmm. And we went into like a three minute loop talking about Windows XP startup sounds. And guess what I watched this morning? Videos on Windows XP and Windows 98. It's yeah. like nothing has changed. And you know what? Now that I see face to voice, I do remember that. 2015 at like right behind, it was madness behind stage yeah. it was completely different music industry at the time especially mm-hmm. for me because nobody really knew that i was even that i could even play piano they knew you was the see again see you again guy or like attention or it had just come out you know like that kind of stuff you just want attention you don't want my heart maybe you just hate the thought of me with someone yeah, that's really all that they, and I don't blame anybody. That's all they knew me by. But right. now the fact that I get to talk to you about my third album and the intricacies Dude. of all the music, that makes me so happy. For Charlie to be such a star in the pop world, it's fascinating that some of his music influences also include bands like Metallica and Megadeth. Before I get away with my interviewer self and asking too many questions, what do you want to get off of your chest that you haven't been able to talk about in a public setting yet? I mean, everything that we've, you've said, you've brought up so far that I'm able, this is the dichotomy smudged together album. The, the you take a record like light switch, you listen to uh, chop suey, a record that came out in 2005 by system, oh God, of, a system down, of a down. Yeah. Produced by Rick Rubin. It's almost like too fast in an area. And then it goes halftime. And I was always fascinated with how fast that record was and how it was able to maintain its energy by going halftime every time that i say i'm gonna walk away it sounds like your heart is slowing down i didn't i I was inspired by records like uh, that were from like megadeth and metallica that were almost too fast but maintained an energy when they went when they slowed down so i took that facet and then take something in light switches take things that i know take things that i am not super familiar with but i want to learn more about and stick it together and then out comes light switch you turn me on like a light switch Left and right, same situation. Yeah. I listen to records that, um, like, I want to hold your hand where the vocals are on one side of the speaker the entire time. And that was yeah. due to the recording limitations that they had of eight tracks. Why not use that to my advantage and make it something lyrically interesting that can almost, when the listener closes their eyes, hopefully not when they're driving. <laughs> <laughs> almost picture a music video and it's almost like interactive and it scratches their brain. So take things that I'm kind of not super familiar with, like uh, using panning in music, but the typical guitars that Charlie always uses together, and then you get left and right. I did that 10 more times after that. Well, it's it's funny because it's a lost art using the stereo space, and now it's what's old is new again. You hear about spatial audio, and it's like this was an idea 30, 40 years ago because it had to be to get enough tracks on a, an album and or a song. And 
I often wonder how many people have heard left and right and passing, not in a, a stereo output, in a mono output. And they're like, oh, I don't really get why they just keep echoing it back and forth. That was a concern of mine the day it came out, actually. Like, what if someone's right speaker in their car is broken? Someone's going to tell them, no, listen to it. I want multiple listens. Like, I want people to be like, wait, what exactly did I not like initially? And now I'm kind of intrigued by it. That's what I am going for for every one of these songs. There's a record called Smells Like Me. That's, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, track five. And it it sounds like the epitome of 2005. I went through a breakup a couple months ago and I'm like, I bet it still smells like me. Hell yeah, it does. And, and that smell would be Abercrombie fierce or whatever. Yes, exactly. Like way too much Axe body spray or whatever we were doing back then. I'm so glad you understand this stuff. What I was trying to uh, emote visually. That's really good. Awesome. I'm glad I got it partially right. And I'm not, I'm not just like shooting in the dark here. You're right on the bowl. A large part of a musician's job isn't just creating music. It's creating music that lends itself to visual performance art as well. While most artists are happy with just a music video, Charlie has his eyes set on something bigger. It was funny, though, because I went through the track list you know, before I was able to listen. I saw Charlie be quiet. And initially you think, OK, uh, it's someone telling Charlie to be quiet. No, it's himself telling himself to be quiet. All of the titles kind of have that duality to them a little bit. Yeah, there is humor kind of spread throughout the album just having a yearn to make this album interactive maybe i'll make a broadway play one day because you hear a lot of like a light switch sounds and tiptoeing you hear that in broadway plays this cues yeah yeah they're cues there's a lot of pop sonic cues in this album that are interactive in a way i probably have to get two more albums out before i someday in the future we'll we'll approach broadway but yeah but what 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 sphere of broadway do you think we would touch something about a misunderstood musical guy or girl and how they perceive sounds around them and how they're able to take what they hear and in turn make something that is personal to them thus being personal to other people and it's entitled charles puke definitely <laughs> not a autobiography of any Ch- chuckles puke there we go i'm mad i didn't come up with that first well okay so i'm really glad you said that you know you hope people see the the visuals that you're writing this with too because while i would love to claim to be even a a level of the savant of of perfect pitch and whatnot that you have and you possess i do have that when it comes to to visuals to filmmaking to to videos i can you know I can walk around and I can, I see myself talking with my friend and I see it from a third angle camera. I'm like, okay, what if the, the B cam is here? So I often think, do you have that with anything else outside of the music world um, where your inner creative really just jumps out? Maybe something with, I mean, I film all these talks myself. I, yeah. I do maybe not as strong as you. I, I think I have a pretty strong finalized idea of the way something should be blocked and like the timing and the editing is so yeah. important i don't know maybe know how to feasibly make it look the best like i do in pro tools when it comes to just sound maybe convey that to somebody who's technically really good you, you got that like it, this needs a beat this needs a beat hold 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 and cut you know that kind of thing yeah. so do you do that do you scream at your netflix too where you're like that was funny not because of the joke but because they held it for an extra two seconds Absolutely. I mean, you watch, there would be 
you think about there would be no Simpsons or no Family Guy without movies with Leslie Nelson and David Zuckerman directed like Le- The Naked Gun, where the timing was so like remember in the beginning of airplane maybe even a better yeah, yeah no i do i did it yeah the left lane is for loading and docking only please use the right lane if you're picking up and the overhead speakers start getting in an argument like a like a disgruntled wife and and married man they're just arguing over the loudspeaker it's the very beginning of airplane the red zone has always been for loading and unloading there's never stopping in a white zone it's just things like that are absolute genius. And I think I've always taken comedic cues like that and somehow have transformed it into music. And while most artists are still struggling to find their voice on social media platforms like TikTok, Charlie has carved out his own lane in a way that he says makes him feel like he can show his real self. I think, and, and, you know, not that it, it was impossible to do that before TikTok, but I think TikTok definitely lets you convey it in a very um, authentic way, as opposed to like, maybe someone didn't get what you were trying to do on a track five years ago kind of thing. For everybody too, TikTok, sure. TikTok has, uh, you know, amongst all its controversy, it really has uh, allowed people on the internet to show their real self. It's allowed me to show my real self. I, I can feel that this is the most, I've had the most ears on my music as of recently because I'm just being myself, which is again, what this album is. It's myself. Yeah. Well, literally, it's your name. Yeah. My I name, hope, it, my I name. hope it's authentic. That'd be a weird yeah. one to go third party on. You did that. I mean, I, you can only hear from the same person so many times, but I really hope that that, that shows through. Like This is going to be, I'll find boy fall record is what my boy, my buddy and I've been calling it. Find boy, find fall. boy fall record. Let's I'm do gonna, that. I'm going to quote you on that. That's really yeah, please. nice. Um, two last questions, just because I got to throw them in one. Yeah. What's the question you want to put to bed? What are you tired of being asked? I want people to stop wondering why I post what I post that has <laughs> nothing to do with music i just i work out like sue me I'm gonna- <laughs> i thank you for saying that because I, I feel like you know we we hear a lot about body positivity and sometimes it's easy for guys to forget that includes us too but yeah man it, you work out show it off hell yeah who cares these training sessions are expensive i'm not keeping it all to myself Dude, you're not you're not joking you're in la too that's yeah. really expensive uh, last question one fun question i'll throw it in there because i did hopefully get a little bit of the nsync thing right yeah. what's what's your favorite nsync song of all time Oh my god. There okay, uh, at the very end of No Strings Attached, there is a record called I Thought She Knew and I think it's one of the most genius put together vocal songs. That's the one that Chris leads on, right? With the falsetto? Yes. Yeah. And and Justin does a couple of leads too. All a cappella. There's a little bit of an intro. <laughs> that I actually interpolated on purpose on my last album, Voice Notes, with my completely acapella song with Boys to Men. No, this is not goodbye. Credited the, uh, the songwriter uh on that as well so that's a that's so there you go. that you picked up on my admiration for in sync 
Dude, so what what you can do sonically, that's I grew up NSYNC was my first concert. Wow. So, you know, I, I grew up learning that choreography and everything, man. But awesome. We'll uh, hopefully get a chance to meet up soon and we can nerd out over NSYNC, not waste other people's time about our insane knowledge of track seven, eight, nine, ten of, of No Strings Attached. You're very smart. I like how your brain works. And I, I, I really am disappointed that all of the rest of the interviews that I have to do today aren't going to be this. Damn. Now I'm going to quote you on that. There we go. You get fine boy fall and I'll take that. Charlie, dude, hopefully we hang soon. I appreciate the time and congrats on this record, man. Truly. Thank you, Eric. And very good to see you again. And I really appreciate the questions and the compliments. To see more of our conversation with Charlie Puth, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter or at spoutpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Spout Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms and join us in two weeks as Lil Nas X spouts off. I never went to like concerts growing up or even oh. like now. I've probably been to one concert. So it's really sick to see people like, oh my God, this is my favorite concert ever or like stuff like that. I'm like, oh, actually, really? Like, you know, have you seen, have you seen like a Beyonce concert? This episode of the Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, hosted by Eric Zachary, Written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and edited and created by Phil Becker. Spout.